We are back with another fun episode of our very first ever podcast. And this is our second episode. This is our second episode. Real talk about real stuff with realtors. And we could change that name, so don't hold us to it. <laughs> yes. So what are we going to talk about today? House hacking? Yes. Just like a cool new term, I guess. Yes. So it's an old concept yep. with a new term. I want to say maybe Bigger Pockets coined that a while ago. And I think a lot of people have heard it by now. So we just kind of want to explain what it is, how to do it. I was an example of it. So I want to talk about, you know, I was in 2020 and I don't know, like, I just feel like if I can do it, literally anyone can do it. Right. And it ended up just being such a great opportunity. Yeah. And kind of a random way of, you know, how it all happened too was yeah. random. And our that. coach at the time, Doug, just asked her like, Hey, do you got any money laying around? Mm-hmm. And she did. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I have money. And he was like, okay, why haven't you bought a house yet? And I said, hmm, I don't know. Wait, let me ask you though. Like, because not a lot of people your age at that time have money just laying around, right? That right. they have. So you, was that like, I don't know if you want to talk about how that. Yeah, I can. I mean, it was, uh, some of it was an inheritance mm-hmm. because I had a grandpa and a, or grandma and a great aunt pass away. And I got a little bit from that. And then also obviously working and saving and I was renting, it wasn't too expensive. So my expenses were low. So you bought a duplex and like how much did you put down? Yeah. So, well, maybe we should define house hacking first. Like what is it? House hacking is when you buy a multi-unit property and you purchase it as a primary residence, which means you're going to live in it. There's a primary residence and there's an investment. So primary has a different loan structure. You get different interest rates and it's a different down payment. So you buy it as a primary, you move into one of the units and you use the other units, you rent them out to help pay your mortgage or fully pay your mortgage in some cases. So what I did was found a duplex. First of all, I manifested this because Doug had said, my coach had said, why haven't you bought a house? And I said, well, if I were to buy something, I want it to be a duplex because I knew I wanted to do it this way already. I want a duplex and I want it in this neighborhood. And what, and I want it for uh, like, I think I said under 400 at the time, this was two or three years ago. And then two weeks later, this duplex pops up and I was like, oh, you know, it was the beginning of COVID. COVID had just hit. It was April and of 2020 and I couldn't go inside the units and had I gone inside and seen the units I don't think I would have bought it so (laughs) in retrospect I'm so glad it happened this way um so under any other circumstance a cash investor would have gone and probably bought this property but because it was COVID and there's a lot of uncertainty and no one really knew what was going to happen um I didn't have any competition at that time and I wrote, I actually made a little video for the seller because I was like, Hey, it's a little me. I'm not a cash buyer. I'm not an investor, but I'm going to really enjoy this property. And I would love an opportunity to like start my portfolio. That's it was, great. it was so funny. And anyways, they actually waited two weeks before responding to me. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I put in a really good offer, what I could at the time, and they ended up accepting it. The escrow itself was kind of messy, but at the end of the day, I got in that property. We ended up, I think by now I've put 60 to $80,000. I haven't really kept that good of track, but somewhere in that realm of upgrades and um, things I wanted to do that I knew would get me better rent, like just making it a more attractive property in general, better curb appeal. 
and it paid, I paid, my portion of the mortgage was $500. So I was paying $500 a month to own this property and to watch it appreciate 20% during COVID. Yeah. Absolutely insane. So I got into the property for 30,000. Okay. So would you have been able to, because maybe somebody doesn't have 60 to $80,000, could you have done some things that were just a little more basic, like just clean it up a little bit and been able to still rent it? Yeah. So the biggest issue with this property was a, I didn't, I only got videos of the inside. So I was kind of judging it based on the outside and based on what the seller told me. And it was in worse condition than I had thought it was. But under normal circumstances, you can see the units before you buy it. But yeah, this one, I think um, it needed a new roof. So that was a bigger expense. But I I think I could have moved in with just redoing the showers because the shower panels were falling off the wall. We had like gorilla taped it until we could afford to do it. Um, so yeah, I think between down payment and closing costs, I was in it for 30 K up front. And then, um, just because of who I am, I had to remodel. And so we did right. some stuff. And so you, and you did that over time. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like you came in and bam, made it all beautiful. And, you know, no. in fact, you did some of those when you moved out. Yep. Did the some, unit yep. you were living in too. You were, didn't you redo the kitchen a little bit? Yeah, we had the cabinets painted. So we moved in downstairs and the tenant moved in upstairs. Both the tenants that were in there when I bought it moved out. So I put floors in my unit just because I was going to live there and I wanted floors. Upstairs is carpet because it's upstairs. So we needed it to be quiet. But we did get those cab. Well, we actually painted those cabinets ourselves. Would not recommend. Always hire out for cabinet painting. So yeah, we tried cool. to do that ourselves. And it's kind of held up. It just doesn't look great. And we tiled the shower and, and we did a coat of paint on the inside. And that was pretty much it for that unit and we'd replace like ceiling fans Mm -hmm. yeah doing things like ceiling fans and poles on the cabinets I mean Mm -hmm. that can really update a property yeah so um now you have that like you said you have the equity probably about at least a hundred thousand right um and you're making a profit right yeah so rents I mean, rents have just really trended up the last couple of years, especially. And that's why it's such a good investor's market right now, because we are not predicting rents to go down at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, they never really have trended down, I don't think, not in my lifetime anyway. And um, yeah, so I'm renting out each unit now and I'm profiting is six to nine hundred a month, depending yeah. on if something needs to. It's a pretty happen. good cash flow. It was a good cash flow, and I think if even if you're gonna break even, as long as you're kind of either breaking even or in the green, if you keep that property long enough and you're chasing that appreciation, it's still a good investment. Absolutely. Because you have an appreciating asset that's not costing you right. anything. Right, and at some point you're going to sell that and maybe buy a fourplex or yep. an eightplex or something along those lines. So it's a yep. good place to get started in your investment portfolio is just start with a duplex and live in it. I mean, I think it's yeah. brilliant. Really. And you can really, you could buy up to four units with this yep. type of primary conventional loan. So maybe we should talk about the loan type. So what you want to do is you have to get an FHA loan if it's a multi-unit primary and you want to put down a low payment. So FHA, if you're buying it, it's multifamily, you're going to put down three and a half percent. If you buy a multifamily primary as a conventional, you're still putting down 15%. 
So you do want to go FHA. The catch with that is you will have mortgage insurance, Mm -hmm. but it's still probably going to work out. The numbers will still will still you'll work. You'll still have a cash flow or you'll still mm-hmm. have a very low payment where, where if you're renting, it's going to be a lot more. I mean, the thing about mm-hmm. renting is you're basically making somebody else's mortgage payment for them and yep. you're not capturing the the appreciation on the property. So, right. I mean, you can kiss that money goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, and rents are so high. I mean, we have uh, nine doors right now and on some of our properties, it's just unbelievable what what people are paying and we haven't raised the rents in like the last three years on on the one that I'm thinking of but um yeah it's rents are just high I I think if you can swing it if you've got any money that you know you got from graduation or (laughs) grandparents or something like that or parents willing to help you yeah get into something I mean otherwise you're blowing it on what something that you know a trip or whatever that you have nothing to show for it so that's really awesome that you did that. Congratulations, Kelsey. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. And I, I really hope that this is the kind of property like I'll have forever, this specific duplex. I can look back like when I'm 50 and I'm like, wow, I bought that when I was 25 or 26 and it's worth double what I paid for it. I mean, can you imagine that happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. yes. Yeah, my dad was telling me when he built a house over on Siri Circle, it, it cost him $26,000 to build it. He told me the story in 2005, and I was building a house, and my cabinets cost $26,000. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, so yes, but there was, oh, I was just listening to a podcast about, you know, oh gosh, and I sent it to you, and it's basically talking about, um, you want to, you can only cap out so high on your rents, right? You right. can only get so much cash flow. So at some point, if your property is, you've got two or 300,000 in equity on that property, you're probably going to want to go ahead and sell that mm. to move up to a bigger property so that you get more cash flow. Right. So, oh gosh, I wish I could remember the term that these guys used, but it was really interesting. Trading and, up. No, it was something equity. Um, I don't know. We'll have and to. There's look also, that up. depending on what the rents are and what the cash flow is, you can also refinance and do a cash out refi if you wanted to pull money out of that. Like if you had three hundred thousand dollars of equity, you could probably pull eighty yeah. or whatever yeah. and, and get mm-hmm. some money for your next purchase. Absolutely, that's another thing they talked about on this great podcast that I can't remember what it's called. It was probably bigger <laughs> pockets. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh. It was a different one. But anyways, yeah. well, I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah. Big shout out to Bigger Pockets. We listen to them all the time and mm-hmm. get lots of good information. They have lending, real estate, house hacking, lots of um, people as guests who have been there, done that, and they tell their stories, which is very inspirational. Yes. So I hope that my story of house hacking is inspirational. Yes. To and somebody. shout out to uh, Doug Edrington out yep. of Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> For inspiring a young woman many years ago. Yeah, and that story is, is <laughs> I was having a coaching call with him and I started to choke on a thing of water <laughs> and I couldn't talk. And so I told Kelsey, I'm like, come in here and talk to Doug while I go back and die <laughs> so, and that's when they have this conversation so yeah. it, everything happens for a reason yep <laughs> choking it all and you live to tell the story i live to tell <laughs> listen i'd live to listen to the story or listen to it yeah <laughs> all right cool well we will do we another can? episode i don't know we'll Heck see yeah. yeah we'll do one it'll be fun yeah and if you liked this episode please feel free to comment to subscribe to let us know what you like what you don't like what do you want to hear about next because we always need ideas and totally hopefully um we get maybe 
four or five listeners. That would be so <laughs> awesome. Well, Jess, you'll listen, right? Courtney, you'll listen, right? Okay, we got two right We there. got two. <laughs> Thanks, right. everyone. Peace out. Never ever has Brandy said peace out in her life.